Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Mark Wheaties, and I am joined by... Laura Taylor. Hey. Link Keller. Hi. And our very special guest, Kayla. Hello. So guys, uh, what, what, are we, uh, what are we talking about this week? Well... <laughs> That was a big <laughs> sigh. <laughs> after the after the show last week, uh, we we signed off in in the the after party. Uh, Mark and I started talking about Taylor Swift um, a lot because the album was about just dropped, just dropped. Uh, and so I said uh, we should have Kayla on <laughs> to talk about Taylor <laughs> Swift. And, and here I am. here we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's really funny because I'm actually joining. I'm actually doing this, and I I'd consider myself a very 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 fresh Swifty. Um, admittedly, I was a person that never really listened to a whole lot of her music. Obviously, whatever was popular at the time, like any of her like her top hits, I'd listen to. I'd hear it, but I never like really got deep into her music. Um, my wife um actually she's the swifty in this relationship and she's been sort of broadening my horizons with music she initially got me into country music or like country popish music but it was always the taylor swift where i was like hmm nope nope i'm putting up the walls putting up the resistance i don't want to don't want to get into that mainly just because i wanted to be edgy and cool just like nah i don't want to be part of taylor swift and then the more I was listening to her music, the more I was like, you know what? I like Taylor Swift, but like her early stuff, like her country stuff. It was like what I initially liked. And then Midnight's, man. Then Midnight's. <laughs> and everything has changed. <laughs> Everything's changed. Everything's changed, Mark. You sound a lot like me when I used to be like, I... I I'm not going to watch anime. No anime in my house. And then Sailor Moon and DBZ happened. And then uh, all the other anime that I've watched in my life. Um, I'm a nerd, but I won't play WoW. And I was addicted to World of Warcraft for um, a decade of my life. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. It's interesting because Taylor Swift started as country and I hate country music. Um, Hard and agree. that, and that is actually what started me. <laughs> like I listened to her early stuff more than I listened to her middle stuff. Although at our wedding, Nina and I had quite a few Taylor Swift songs on the. I'm gonna need that set list. <laughs> I will. I I have an entire playlist um. on my Spotify. I'll share it with you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so my friend, um, so Taylor announced a tour, and my friend who is a Tennessee born and raised uh, Taylor fan since she was a child, um, <clears throat> was like, oh, 12-year-old me will be so happy if I get tickets to this concert. And my response was, 12-year-old me would be appalled. <laughs> uh, because I I was a uh, hardcore uh, Taylor anti for a very long time, and then um, twenty twenty happened, and then uh, folklore came out, and um, 
folklore's great. Everyone should listen to folklore. Um, it was like she had stepped into high school me's uh, feelings and it was very upsetting. And then I fell down a rabbit hole and um, I've been here ever since. So welcome to the tea party because <laughs> I've been here for like two years uh, spinning in circles, randomly telling Lara about random shit. Oh, and shaking it off, does. of course, right? And shaking it and sh off. Shaking off. That was on the wedding playlist for of sure. Of course it was. Of course it was. Um, I, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, wait. Link, let's let's hear what you have to say about Taylor Swift. Uh, Taylor Swift's first album, Taylor Swift, um, was one of the few CDs that I purchased with my own money um, in high school when it came out, so 2006. Um, I, <laughs> I, I burned CDs from all of my friends. I didn't have pocket money to spend on stuff, so it was very rare that I actually purchased albums with my own money um but that was one of them i really like that one and then in her her next album the uh the romeo and juliet song love story mm, loved that mm -hmm. uh but i she <laughs> uh i grew up listening to country music and so i do have a fondness for some country music and going into my 20s i was very much of the oh, taylor swift abandoned her country roots to become a pop star like it's whatever i don't care um i didn't listen to a lot of pop music except what was on the radio which i don't know if you guys know this includes taylor swift <laughs> so much taylor um, swift. so much and so i've never really considered myself a taylor swift like fan uh past that initial like I bought a CD, um, but she has always been around and she has always been playing in the background of my life. Um, <laughs> this is the first time I have sat down and listened to a Taylor Swift album since probably 2007. Wow. <laughs> um, so that's been kind of exciting for me. Um, I... It's it's not it's not my favorite thing. I'm not I'm not gonna identify as a Swifty now, but I I did like uh, Midnight's. I thought it was a good album. I listened to the 3 a.m. version because I'm not gonna seven extra songs. Hell yeah, I gotta check that mm -hmm. out. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. It's a double um, album, yeah. And I enjoyed it. I liked the like sort of more electronica taste to it. Yeah. Um, a lot of it reminded me of uh, Lord's first album, mm. which I really liked. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to talk about this. I think Taylor Swift is famous for a fucking reason. People really resonate with her her work. The music is consistently good, and the lyrics, I think, is what most people are really connecting with. And uh, yeah, she can write. She, she can, write. can, especially at midnight. 2 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> she's a, she uh, she's she's something. Uh man. But yeah, that's my that's my uh my swift background. <laughs> wow. So good. So clever. <laughs> All right, I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's 7 minutes, 7 and a half minutes in, something like that. Yeah. Yep, okay, yep, so yep. I haven't um there are two music videos out 
for this album? I haven't album? watched the music videos I haven't yet. watched oh, either I've, of the music videos. I watched both of them oh, like within hours after they dropped. How, I've only seen a TikTok was that? that critiqued um, okay. one of the music videos. Before yeah. we get into criticism, <laughs> this is just for the one person who's watched <laughs> these music videos. How were they? Were they cool? Enjoyable? Um, Good production? So, yeah, Antihero, well, yeah, they both had really great production. Like, it, it, they were really well done. Um, I liked the Antihero one a lot. Um, I thought that was, like, really cool how she was doing it and the way it was, like, sort of portraying, like, these two different aspects of her. Um, Bejeweled, it was different. Like, it was good, but it was different than what I was expecting in terms of, like, how this was, how this, like, whole story was going to get told out. Like, she's basically, like cinderella and it was like she had gotten married and then the prince dumped her basically left her so she went back to her stepmom and and evil stepsisters and they're pointing that out like yeah you know you got exiled like blah 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 and then they go back out to this like go back to another ball and then when she says the lyric like by the way i'm going out tonight she like looks to the camera and then there's like a an elevator that she steps into and then she like goes to like these couple different floors and in these couple different floors there's like it's all like glamorous which i get it it's because like bejeweled so like i I understood it but like i i it was a little weird did you see like the room shimmer they were already shimmering that was the thing and then then she just says nice And and then it just kind of goes in, and then it goes to towards the end where now she's actually at the ball, and then of course her stepsisters and everybody are all jealous and, and angry and whatnot. But and then then the story ends like that. So like it's the in between part that I was like, this is a little confusing to me. I get the creativity of where it's going, and I like, you know, it puts on a nice show. But yeah, that that's that's my my honest opinions of the two music videos. All right. So, so, but do, uh, I I imagine we wanted to. Have you guys at least seen the antihero music video? I, I only I watched like I said the TikTok that was critiquing it in okay. uh, in in. I've listened many to the, ways. the song, but I haven't yeah. I haven't watched the music video. I'm bad at watching music videos, like really bad. I did watch the ten minute all too well short film that I haven't seen. Actually, <laughs> yeah. you, what? <laughs> I've never seen the 10 minute <laughs> short film. Oh, no, you have to have you listened to the 10 minute version? I've listened to it. Yeah, okay. I'll, I've listened to it extensively. Yeah, me me too. <laughs> uh my 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 it's my great. wife would think every time we were in the car and I would let her um take control of the music. It was nonstop Taylor when all these when all the ta- like when the Red's Taylor version came out. Oh, yeah. It was pretty good. You know, honestly, I feel like she probably would have been a better host or a better guest for this podcast. <laughs> um, well, we still have time. Yeah, yeah right. Just go swap out, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, so I, I guess like I like you said, you, uh, Laura, you've you've only really seen the TikTok sort of criticizing um, the music video for Antihero, 
and criticize and also talk about valid points of why she made the video the way she did. Yeah, and I, I when I heard about it and I, I was reading up upon it and I saw a couple of TikToks kind of talking about the, the the criticisms and like her ultimate decision to remove a a certain part of the music video. I was kind of careful to for myself to kind of voice an opinion just because be for me like kind of being um someone who's never really had those sorts of experiences or had a serious issue with my own body image i mean i've had body image issues but nothing like that severe to me i was like i don't necessarily see the big deal about it because this is the music video is ultimately like her art it's her creation so she should be able to make it however she wants and if this is how she's choosing to portray it then she should be able to portray it this way and yet at the same time like uh, i think i don't know if you sent me that tiktok or if i just have seen other tiktok sort of criticizing it um but i also do see the valid points and then plus working in a residential facility that treats eating disorders I see the, the the valid points as to why that's something for someone as big as her to put something like that out there. It might send the wrong message or it might be perceived differently. So that's just my little take on it. For context, for people who haven't listened or mm-hmm. watched, uh, there is talk about fatness and equating that to her feeling uh, very bad about herself um, right. and almost villainous in her relationship with herself. Um, and a lot of people want to push back against the idea of using, though that is how a lot of people have a relationship with their bodies, it can be really harmful to continue to frame it that way and put it forward uh, without sort of investigating it, which is not what music does, uh, generally speaking. Sure. Um, so mm-hmm. that's that's sort of the hang up is people, the, the, the scene in the music video is she steps onto a scale and it slides over and it says fat. Um, and so people were like, there are other ways you could have still framed it as like bad or sure. too much um, and not had specifically the word fat, um, which I get. Uh, I think that's uh, that's interesting because she is on record as saying she has had an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole song is about her mental health. Right, <laughs> which she's like notoriously bad at taking care of uh, because in the, the documentary Miss Americana, she actively admits that she seeks out gratification from other people. And if she does not get positive recognition or positive responses it it destroys her which is why during the rep tour things got not great and then that's why she disappeared for a really long time um so that's really interesting because that's like her lived experience right like she probably very much that probably is very much how she has navigated it and has processed it whatever level of processing she's done. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she has a therapist. If she does not, I'm sure one of us would be happy to be a therapist. (laughs) Call me. Call me, Taylor. (laughs) I'm cheap. (laughs) Yes, Taylor Swift. We all know you are actually listening to this podcast, so please. Also, please don't sue us. I I think that's sort of the heart of the criticism around it is that it 
because it is so many people's lived experience of of fat phobia and yeah. being so afraid of being perceived as fat and how bad and evil that is. Um, it's not. Fat is fine. Fat is great. Uh, mm-hmm. Fat is good for your body. Um, but when you have uh, huge swaths of young people as your main audience, you know, they don't necessarily have the space to sort of separate from like this way of thinking the way of thinking is bad not Mm -hmm. being fat is bad Mm -hmm. um and And not everyone's gonna go watch the documentary yeah and and exactly Um, and and just wanting you know the the idea of wanting people in positions of power who have huge platforms like taylor swift to be able to express to young people that like that that is the that way of thinking is the problem um being fat is not bad uh being afraid of being fat is bad <laughs> um uh i i can see where people are coming in and you know wanting her to be able to fulfill this like fantastical maybe unreachable height of being able to express herself and her own lived experience and also do therapy for all of her listeners um it's not really a reasonable request but i do i do i do do understand why people are like you know you made this music video you chose what gets Mm -hmm. shown in it and you choose the lyrics and so you you know this isn't this isn't a post in you know in your diary that nobody's gonna read like you are producing this to be shown to people so what are you saying and what potential mm-hmm. impacts can that have on people? Um, we don't want kids to be all like, wow, I really relate to Taylor uh, about how being fat is like the scariest thing that could happen to a person. Um, isn't it so cool how I have that in common with Taylor? And it's like, well, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that's maybe not, maybe not the takeaway we should have here. Um, yeah. So I, it's a it is a nuanced conversation, as is uh, most things to do with bodies and the way that media mm-hmm. treats them, um, especially in the music industry. Especially when you become oh, wildly famous when you're like sixteen. 16. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's like half her life. Yeah, that she's been this major figure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're the same that can age. warp that can yeah that can warp somebody's brain. <laughs> And she's a bit. like uh, a billionaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a billionaire? Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I got back to, to I mean, kind of. She's not a billionaire. Uh, she's not a billionaire. <laughs> no, she's not. I know. She's a 450 millionaire. She's, very, she's very almost rich. halfway there. She's almost very, very rich. There. Listen, mm-hmm. she's a capitalist queen and she will sell you eight copies of the same fucking vinyl I was, just so yeah. you can make a clock. Yeah. I was, I was so like, I pre-ordered because Tegan and Sarah also released an album same day. I pre-ordered both albums. And I was all excited the next morning. And then Kayla tells me she dropped seven more songs at three in the morning. And it's not on my pre-order. Mm. Now, well, I, I, I'm i not going to buy all those songs, Taylor. I'm not. I'm going to listen to them on Spotify. 
Well, I mean, I guess I have to think, like, remember when, when Lover was released, she had these things that were, like, little snippet excerpts from, like, her journal. She and, did like, show her diary, yeah. And, like, you had to buy, like, the CD twice yep. to get both both editions of it. So you get, like, pages, like, so, one and two and then three and <laughs> yeah. four. I, I do not remember Lover because I was not a Taylor Swift fan when Lover dropped. I was, in fact, a Taylor Swift auntie who was like i don't want to listen to taylor swift this is ridiculous she's over the top um and then folklore happened and i ate my words and (laughs) fell down a very deep and dark very very deep very deep taylor hift hole that i've not climbed out of since i think you're quite comfortable there yeah well you know (laughs) Yes and no. <laughs> there, you know, I, I mean, I have, I have theories about theories. You know. Yeah. Well, theories the only about reason theories all the all the TikToks that I've been seeing about how queer she is and all the Gaylor Swift uh, TikToks. Can we that's, talk? Can yeah, we that's talk a about whole, who's opening for her? A whole thing. Uh, that's a whole. Did, Kayla, did I send you the TikTok about like all the people opening for her and someone was saying? There's no way a homophobe can enjoy not this a, tour. Not a not, not a, a single chance. show. Not a single like, show. <laughs> like when when baby when baby lesbians literally ask, "Do you listen to Girl in Red?" to find out if you are queer. Like, I don't know very many straight people who know who Girl in Red is. Like mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Unless you're yeah. like really into indie music. <laughs> <laughs> I. Only know about Girl in Red because the kids that I work with they keep at they like they'll ask to like play their songs or they'll ask for the, mm-hmm. like me to print out the lyrics because they're using it for like a scrapbook yes. thing or something. Oh my something. god! I, yeah, residential <laughs> life. Oh my gosh, the memories. <laughs> that is a big so, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. So Girl in Red. It's funny because Nina actually showed me some TikToks like oh look at this look at this artist i I really like their music and i was like oh yeah uh uh-huh whatever (laughs) and then the playlist that kayla made for sorry kids on broomskate i was like oh this is great and he was like yeah i told you about her like (laughs) (laughs) i did put girl in red on there i forgot about that Mm -hmm. yeah i yeah that playlist and a lot of and a lot of taylor swift (laughs) Uh huh, and a lot, and I, yep, a lot of Taylor Swift. There's a lot of Taylor Swift, a lot of Tegan and Sarah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I, I really I, want, <laughs> I really want Tegan and Sarah and Taylor. Like Nina and I have said, to keep the venue small, Tegan and Sarah should go on tour and have Taylor pop out every few. It could shows. be TS squared. It'd be perfect. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. I didn't really fall down a Taylor Swift hole. I fell down a Gaylor Swift rabbit hole, and have not climbed out. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, Mark looks perplexed again for the people not in the know. Um, there is a ongoing yes uh, investigation. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> investigation because if if nothing, the Swifties really are. They terrify me at how good they are at figuring out Taylor's life. It's yeah, terrifying. It's, it's terrifying. I, I think terrifying is the correct word because it feels <laughs> like people treat it like it's a it's an ARG uh, of figuring out if Taylor might be queer or not. Um, well, just yeah, all of it, just all of it. I mean, they also do it with her, the men in her life too. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so 
in the in the 23 minutes that we've been recording this podcast my my wife has been blowing up my phone because she can hear me talking and, <laughs> this is and fantastic. so she was a one she said i should be on this podcast and then she was like i sent you a tiktok talking about all the easter eggs and like the music videos and stuff and then she proceeded to say speak now is coming out march 3rd 2023 26 oh. days after the grammys because what she hinted 26 in the i uh i bet you think about me music videos um however and so she's saying she's releasing speak now at her grammy exception assuming she wins a grammy however obviously this is not confirmed so um if you're looking for taylor swift conspiracies i have got a residential swifty upstairs right now there's i sent a tiktok to i think link and mark of this uh, someone was it was like literally investigative reporting talking yeah, about how Taylor was supposed to come out yeah. at Pride and then it didn't happen. Yeah, in because her stuff got get, bought. Yeah, yeah all thing. of that. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. That dress, there's a dress that was supposed to be for her. That Billy that, Porter wore. Uh, that Billy Porter wore. That Christian Serrano design. It was. It's a whole thing. It's a whole yeah. thing. And her songs are uber. Some of her songs are not straight songs. And no, uh, what I can't remember what song we were listening to, but Nina and I were driving in the car listening to it, and she was like, she's singing about a girl? <laughs> I, I do not know which song it is, but there is a song that the 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 one clip of the lyrics where the, the rhyming cadence gets broken, where if it was still rhyming, it would oh. say her, but mm-hmm. then it says him, and everybody's yeah. tearing that apart. There's like, oh, actually oh, yeah, the proof. There's, a, there's the proof. There's I'm whole, like, you guys. There's a whole, like, so there's like a whole live, uh, a live recording where she was on tour live with that song, and I also don't know it. I'm not that, I don't know, I don't know many of the song names off the top of my head, but one of my other Taylor Swift friends <laughs> shared it and they like watch it meticulously and they claim that live she did it where the pronouns were switched and it was her. But also there is also that tiny video where her and Carly Claus <laughs> Carly Claus kissed in 2016. So, and it was caught on camera. So, you know, just Taylor Swift being Taylor Swift doing what she wants making everyone think mm-hmm. but also yeah. having her life tore apart by uh mm-hmm. random people who can literally find her flights like no problem i don't even know how to do that and these people have flight dates and times and i know the the way that spooky <laughs> it's scary terrifying. These, yeah the way that these swifty fans can like they sit here and watch every single nuanced yeah. thing I, about every single thing like we were watching the the little clips from the jimmy fallon interview and my wife was saying how like you know every outfit that she wears it's usually tied to something related to the album or like it's defining a new era so like when reputation came out this is the outfit that she wore and this is what it was like showcasing or this is what was the meaning behind it so she was confused as to the suit that she decided to wear for that it's like what does that mean and she's like watching all these tiktoks and people are like deep deep diving into just an outfit and i'm like i'm wild if i was taylor Mm -hmm. i would be absolutely mortified and terrified to ever even leave my house i would take my 445 million dollars and just never leave home again 
<laughs> well, I mean, exactly. yeah, she did. She kind of disappeared for a while. Was super, and yet now she's dropped a tour, and then people, and we're all clamoring to get yeah. tickets. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> oh, Lord. Rumors about her being pregnant, and I—that was wild. Yeah, I, I think, in one way, I think that she does a lot of this stuff intentionally because it increases engagement with. Mm-hmm. Swifties who have already oh, yeah. committed to the bit it gets of them being, even more bought in. Yeah, <laughs> she, bought she in. Told, it's totally an intentional thing. She is a capitalist queen. Yes, if there's ever been a capitalist, she's it. Yes, I think um, she has, you know, growing growing up in the spotlight. I think she has learned how to monetize a parasocial relationship like very few other yes. uh, famous people have. Um, it's it's impressive. I I do not personally relate to that level of uh, fan, but I do understand why you know that is uh, what people are are into. Why that sort of relationship gets built is it is fulfilling in a way that other kinds of relationships aren't. That that mystery and and peeling apart things and you know looking deep into little details and trying to figure that out like you can do that with a real person but you don't get the kind of feedback Mm -hmm. that taylor gives well and Um, we've talked before on the show about how music itself can be really emotional mm -hmm. and tie you and like her lyrics there are plenty of times even if it's just one or two lines people like she sees me she Mm -hmm. knows me yeah she gets to who i am in this song because she writes about a lot of different things and a lot of different feelings yeah and that's you know just very deeply relates to people it resonates with their own experiences um uh you know having relationships most people have had some sort of relationship whether that's a a romantic relationship or family relationships that you can really reflect these lyrics onto and feel like you are seen and represented and that's really important and that's why so many people get into it um i I do worry that some people take it too far uh and it gets a little bit scary but um i do also think that taylor has figured out a way to really um utilize that to her own benefit even if it is kind of terrifying (laughs) I think she knows how and where to leave the little breadcrumbs to yep. keep them keep them going, but just keep She's them so far enough behind it. on the trail that like it doesn't get too scary. Mm-hmm. But it, it's what you know what ke- what keeps the people gets the people going. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, when you think about it, like any fandom, fandoms have wonderful fans that are really into stuff, and there's a toxic piece to it too, right? And when we're talking about the usual fandoms we talk about on this show, like Star Wars, the focus can be on a million different people, a million different stories and a million different things. But with Taylor, she is the fandom. She is the object. She and is so the story. She is the story. So everyone's attention is focused on her, her music, her life, her everything. Um, and that can, yeah, I, I think that can push people to do a lot of crazy things. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I I think back to um to myself like a few a few years ago and I, I actually I remember the last time she went on tour when she was coming to Chicago, 
I remember sitting in my room with my wife well, when we were dating and I remember like sitting, we were on my phone on Ticketmaster trying desperately to try to get these oh, tickets man. right when the pre-sale went. And I remember getting in, but I never set like a limit as to how much I was willing to spend on tickets. So it found me the best available ones, but they were they were great seats, but they were also ridiculously expensive. So I tried to back out to try to get set the the change the limit because it wouldn't let me switch my tickets around and then i couldn't get tickets oh no <laughs> and it's funny because this is also when she was filming her documentary yep. and at that particular concert in chicago i remember this and i remember she po- like remember taylor posted it on her story and my friend that or one of my co-workers at the time posted it on her story because she went to the concert there was a particular moment when Taylor's like on the piano and she's playing and there's like silence in the crowd. And then all of a sudden a random person just screams, Taylor, I love you. And then she replies like, Oh, I love you too. That was my coworker. (laughs) And it, I think it made it into the documentary. That's amazing. So I wish my proposal to Tegan from Tegan and Sarah would have made it into a documentary. (laughs) (laughs) I asked her to marry me and then she laughed. That's rude. (laughs) But that's also acknowledgement. Do you want video proof of that? I feel like it's it's better if it lives in the annals of history in your mind. That's true. It was it was funny though. It was funny though. Yeah. And, And and at that time I was like, man, like spending like $300 $300 on a ticket and like this is like Soldier Field so like yeah like $300 was like I was like $300 per ticket that's a lot and now mm-hmm. going into this one I'm like $300 for a ticket that's easy nothing okay, that's it. my limit I was like $300 a ticket that's good I'm good with that we'll, we'll we can we can work with that my my wife's like I literally just want nosebleed seats. I don't care. I just want to go. And I'm like, don't don't worry. I'll make yeah. sure. And here I am thinking, listen, I'm probably gonna be spending a lot of money on this. And at this point, it's it's for both of us because yeah. normally, like like a few years ago, it was gonna be for her only, really for her. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, no 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 no. This is for the both of us. So I want to make sure we have decent seats yeah, too. Yeah. That's yeah. cute. Yeah, I sent you all a TikTok of this girl who was like crying that and was like, she was like she was like crying she's like i love taylor swift so much and i'm never gonna get to see her in concert because covid and then capitalism um <laughs> and i mean that's true like like i said i really wish like i mean tegan and sarah tickets are getting expensive too but like their shows are much smaller more intimate it's like 70 or 80 bucks for a ticket um and 300 bucks a ticket is a lot uh yeah and her venues are huge Mm -hmm. um she did announce um ticket prices though so like the cheap like her her the cheapest ticket is is 49 dollars if you're coming in if you're coming in not resale resale is gonna be brutal oh yeah if you don't get in via presale good luck Mm -hmm. thank you capital one Thank not you, sponsored one. and also <laughs> Ticketmaster, whatever this verified fan business is i don't well i i appreciate them doing something like this because i mean scalpers are a thing and it doesn't yeah. resale gets up thousands of dollars if not th- just 300 dollars. Mm-hmm. i went to right before the pandemic started i went to teen and sarah and they did a thing where they're like we've heard that about 200 of our seats in like a a thousand 
uh, seat venue uh, have been sold and are probably going to be empty seats um, because no one's resold them. So what they did was rush seating. Oh, yeah. Right before the show, right at when the show started, they said, okay, seats empty. Oh, my God. You get a seat for free. Could you uh, imagine rushing a Taylor Swift concert? Absolutely not. Could you oh, imagine? No. Could you imagine if there was like a student rush like they do with like mm-hmm. Broadway play cuz that's basically what no. Oh man, yeah. I'd panic. Yeah, that would be that would be that would be <laughs> That's that's horrible. Just, that would, it would be, be so many like anarchy right there. Mm-hmm. Murder. Mm-hmm. Murder would happen. It'd be like especially, the purge. especially if you were the la- if you were the last person to like, get let in, get to see the uh, the video of afterwards of uh, oh well I um I broke eighteen bones and got COVID at the Taylor Swift concert, but it was the greatest night of my life. <laughs> it's like oh jeez, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that sounds like a nightmare. That that reminds me. Um, during Lollapalooza a few years ago, <clears throat> before COVID, my brother said that he went, but he didn't have like a wristband or anything. And Did he, he was one of those. Fence? He didn't jump it necessarily. What happened was he was around this huge crowd of people and they, the crowd themselves, knocked over like the two security people mm-hmm. that were at this station, knocked on the fence. So he just kind of tiptoed his way mm-hmm. and and got in that way and i don't think he ever he got caught but like just thinking about like something like Lollapalooza and then imagining what this experience is going to be like because i've been to soldier field for um a kenny chesney concert but that but the reason why that was so popular and that one was so full was because not only was it kenny chesney but it was old dominion and thomas rett so three very prominent stars which i loved all three of them it was a great concert but to know that this is like majority of the people that are going to be going to this is solely for taylor swift <laughs> i'm going to be downright terrified of <laughs> everything i'm going to be like oh my goodness there are so many people don't cut anyone in line, Mark. Don't. It's gonna be. A, I mean, they're gonna be cutting me, and I'm, I'm gonna yeah. be too terrified to say anything. It's I'm gonna, gonna be like, it's, oh. it's gonna be a lot of white girls in one room. <laughs> a lot. That's all right. I'm gonna stand out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm. I'm probably gonna get cut in line, and I'm gonna be too terrified because yeah. this little 13 year old girl is gonna turn around and just stare daggers into my my soul, and I'm gonna be like, oh nope, sorry. You 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 know what? You can go have the merch. I'll just stand here politely, I, quietly. I, your wife might fight for the merch. <laughs> That's no, she's she's oh, she's man. smart. She's gonna she's actually just bought this like Karm as a cat sweatshirt that she saw oh, on TikTok. That's fun. Oh, so she's amazing. already so yeah. she's already buying like yeah. some like so merch like that, and I'm like, no, 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 I want the road merch. So so speaking of merch, um, one, I hate her merch in her store because it's got her <laughs> name all over everything. It just does not look good. But two, so there was a Taylor Swift. There, there's Taylor Swift drag brunches here all the time. But we had gotten tickets in June to go, like the beginning of July to go. And I made everybody buy a Taylor Swift shirt. And it was Taylor Swift. It was from the lover era. Her on that cat unicorn on Meredith. (laughs) Uh And it's like rainbow and everything. And we bought them to go. And then I got COVID because I went to Pride the weekend before and went out and got COVID. And so I couldn't go. Everyone else went. But they wore their shirts. 
But Etsy has like some of the coolest Taylor Swift merch. It's pretty great. My friend knit her Taylor own Swift merch. cardigan, like to match the from the video. Um, she loves it, and her student. She's a middle school teacher. That's amazing. Her students know exactly that is what that fantastic. is. Fantastic. <laughs> I did. I did buy. Um, so I have the fuck the patriarchy keychain. Um, from uh the from the red album. And then I also bought, when Folklore came out, I bought the James and Betty t-shirt because I really like the song Betty, but also that's my grandma's name and James was my brother's name. So it's cute. It's like this tree. It's actually really cute. It's a tree (laughs) and then it's got their names etched in like hearts. It's really cute. That's cute. Um, Yeah. And then I also bought the uh, Mad, Mad Woman shirt, but that one went through the wash and no longer has words on it. So like, yeah, Taylor Swift's merch store is not great. <laughs> um, didn't, wasn't it like during like folklore or evermore that they, she also had like a cardigan. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was I like, think so. Yeah. Was it, was it like a special, like a limited run I, thing I, or something? I think so. Yeah. I think this so. This is exactly why my That's, friend yeah, her yeah. own. <laughs> so because of the song cardigan, but I yeah. think it was limited. Yeah. Okay. So funny enough, I remember when I first started at my, my job at the residential facility, when I was still working with the adults, there was a, a, a person that, that went through and they had that cardigan and oh, they man. brought it with them to the facility. And I'm like, why would you do that do you know how much this thing could sell for and you're bringing it here of all places where they could get so dirty so fast like why would you do this but it it, it looked like a really nice cardigan like if it didn't have her name just like stitched like nice and bold like right there on the chest <laughs> I, I could probably wear that yeah i know it's like everywhere to, in, like her name is just the biggest thing on the on that stuff <clears throat> Yeah, I was just like saying like, oh yeah, I can't wait. I w- I'd buy merch and then I went, I just looked on the merch store right now mm-hmm. and it's like her face plastered yep. and I'm like, hmm, you know. Actually, please do. Actually, Mark, please please buy a Taylor Swift era shirt. I and think then... it'll go over well at work. I think I think it I think would. It would. You would be, You'd the, be like the newest staff. kid. They'd be like, oh, he's cool. We like him. He knows what's up. Yeah. Um, like it, I got to find a way to get myself hip I mean, with these kids. I feel old so... already. <laughs> So, um, oh God. so I'm actually quite terrified of um, my Spotify end of year. <laughs> I think my, I listen. My, my my wife and I share my Spotify account, oh. so Ooh, I've already resigned card, my fate. Right? I've resigned but, my fate. It's okay. just going to be well, nothing but Taylor Swift. So, but in twenty in after folklore dropped, I'm not even kidding, you guys. She was my top five. All five of my top five mm-hmm. was Taylor. So I still not in the 0.01%. Thank God. We're going to have to have a conversation if that ever happens to me. But then this last year, I still couldn't get her to not be my number one. And I have my friend literally sends me weekly playlists and I listen to them and I still cannot get her to stop. I, I went from never listening to Taylor Swift to I probably listen to her like once a day. Mm hmm. I have a feeling she's going to be in. Like, I don't use Spotify that. I mean, I do now since Kayla let me. Yeah, <laughs> be on her family. For free. Uh huh. Um. So, 
Yeah, I think it's last year it was Tegan and Sarah that were my top, you know and I think it's going to be Taylor Swift and Tegan and Sarah. You know what we can do because of that Kids on Brooms is a good playlist. playlist. It's a good playlist and the album dropping. You know what we should do is we should just have a Spotify listen party, and we can listen to. I I've done this because I had never <laughs> listened to all of her albums, but we could listen to them and we could do it again. It was actually a lot of fun. I listened to it with a bunch of my Gaylor Swift friends. All the way from start to finish, the, like her first album, all the way to is, Evermore. I think at the time was what was out. That's a lot of music. It, it was a lot, a lot of, of music. it was a I, lot of Taylor Swift. <laughs> I just found a playlist right now that um, that has all of her albums on there, and I I I've been aside from in the morning when I'm driving to work, I listen to the morning radio show, but. When I'm not listening to that, literally any other time in the car for the last like week, it's been nothing but Taylor Swift. Like I, yeah. I don't think I've been able to pull myself away. It's just been nonstop Taylor it's Swift. It's good. And Midnight's is good. I really like is. Lavender Haze a lot. Mm-hmm. Sweet Nothing is is my song, and I just love uh, the, that, the. That's Nina's favorite song too. The <laughs> the piano in it is just chef's kiss. But we there's gotta, also we gotta get the Target exclusive version. I haven't gotten it. I have it but it's in my wife's car and but she's saying that <laughs> she wants to use the spotify because it has the seven songs mm-hmm. but there is a song on the target exclusive that isn't on the spotify list i think it's called um hits different yeah and she told me about it this morning and i asked her like well does it hit different and she's like yes I'm like huh well okay. now i have to steal the cd and listen to it <laughs> oh i hate her so much there's also the You're On Your Own Kids Strings remix oh, and Sweet yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. Piano remix. Yes, yeah. and I want to yeah. listen to the piano remix so bad. All the remixes. Um, but something I, I, I was noticing, at, like the more I listen to it, there's a lot of like melody choices that she has, and it gives me Owl City vibes. Oh. Mm. Yeah, okay. So, okay. like the music... Yeah, like the music. No, piece. like so the like, literal city of owls. Haven't you been there? I don't know. Yeah, no, yes. <laughs> I get what you mean. Um, it's the, the yeah. little, like electronica stuff. Yeah. Is, um, is so like in Antihero, like when she says it must be hard yeah, always rooting for the antihero, then like that little trail off of music afterwards. It's just it just screams Owl City to me. I'm like, that is something he would totally do. And then there's a couple other songs where like there's like a little riff and it's it's like ooh, little a little nostalgia there. This mm-hmm. is uh, this mm-hmm. is good because I was actually gonna suggest we segue into talking about our favorite tracks on the new album. <laughs> um, so you really like "Sweet Nothing," Mark? That's that one is my all-time favorite. Um, if I am doing a top three, it would be "Sweet Nothing." It would then be "Midnight Rain," and then "High Infidelity." Mm. Hmm. I really That's like uh, karma and vigilante shit. Vigilante <laughs> shit. It's that cat eyes right at the beginning. It's so good. I want to draw those cat eyes. Oh, I, man. yeah. So I, I, I like I like the music of that one a lot. Um, and then I like the lyrics of karma. I find that to be very funny. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Um, Snow on the beach is probably my favorite song. Uh, I sing that one in my head repeatedly. Also, Antihero um, and The Great War uh, from the 3 a.m. Which is, yeah, Which, one of the seven songs. I really, I really like that one as well. Um, yeah. 
And then Nina just wants to listen to Sweet Nothing over and over <laughs> and over again. That's amazing. Um, so I really like Lavender Haze, uh, <clears throat> Snow on the Beach, You're on Your Own Kid. But I also really like Vigilante Shit and The Great War. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do like You're on Your Own Kid. Yeah. I, I really, I just like that that loop of you're on your own kid you always yeah. have been I, and, that and, that that resonates yeah. with me yeah <laughs> I, I was about to say like that one hits I, I love that song and i hate it at the same time yep, because yep, it yep. just i'm just like oh yeah it what just I, brings up a lot what i really like about vigilante shit is like she and she's she's done it a little bit but she's totally uh she got you know really kind of screwed over or whatever but with Scooter and, and all of that from the previous, uh, with her masters and all that crazy stuff. Um, but she's just like outright, like being like, fuck you. I don't, and just dragging this dude and then talks about hanging out with his, you know, wife. I don't know what kind of hangout and you're doing, but do you? <laughs> is that a, is it, is a conspiracy? Hello? Is that, is it? It might be. I don't know. And it just hits. It hits like really hard, and it's like hell yeah, let's fuck shit up. <laughs> I think what what gets me is for sweet nothing in particular. Like it just it's one of those like it, it really does feel like one of those like late night just sort of songs that you would just like have on repeat when you're just sitting in a room like late at night. Not even necessarily like you're in your feels. But just like a song that just like passively plays because the piano is just so, to me, I find it really calming. Mm-hmm. And it's just so easy for you to just kind of get yeah. into the rhythm of it. And then with the beginning of it being like really quiet. And then like she constantly goes into like in and out of like her, like with volume. Like she's always like uh, decrescendoing there. And it's just, it brings like a, it's weird because it brings a sense of peace and to me i always think of it like that's kind of how i view like me coming home from the end of my work day it's like i'm coming home to my wife and oh, you know lovely. like and and like mm-hmm. you know saying like that's the sweet so little nothings and things like that like that's how i view it um Aww. Aww. it's one of the few songs on the album that's like a happy like <laughs> she doesn't song. do like outright happy all the time Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah but what trips me up is that like because she'll always say like all that you wanted what for me was sweet nothings because which is insinuating that she wasn't able to give it back mm-hmm. or even like in the second verse it's like wanted nothing and then it goes into like a whole different thing um and to me sometimes i kind of feel like like oh like that's like sometimes i maybe not be able to do that especially if like i've had a really long or a really oh, stressful yeah. day at work and then like I'm coming home like or like even this semester like on Mondays and Tuesdays I'm coming home I'm quickly making dinner and then I have to leave again because I have to go to class and I'm at class until nine o'clock and then when I come home it's we're going right to bed there's really is no time to like connect with each other or really talk with each other it's we're laying in bed we watch some TikToks or I'm by watching TikToks I'm watching the one she sent me throughout the whole day (laughs) (laughs) and then it's and then it's going to bed um but midnight rain was also just another one because i remember listening to or i remember like watching a tiktok of like who the song was about and i'm like man that just it it makes me sad 
because like I feel like they would have been a great couple together. And also I think about it, I'm like, huh. When I think about it, me and my wife, I'm the midnight rain, and see, she's the sunshine. I'm sure she would probably say it's flip flopped, but, <laughs> but you know, it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. Agreed. Oh. Thank man. you. Thank you for agreeing with me. I am the problem. <laughs> she was actually asking me today. She was like, "Should we get matching tattoos?" And it says "Midnight Rain" and "Sunshine." I was like, and I was like, "Only if I get to be Midnight Rain." She's like, "Well, obviously." <laughs> well, so she obviously agrees with you. Do it. Oh my God. Go and get Taylor Swift matching. My wife and I have matching tattoos. Not Taylor Swift matching tattoos. Are are they change. matching as in they are the same, or are they matching yeah. as in they are set? No, oh, you guys matching. have the oh, we have the arc. Reactor. That's very cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if my wife would ever get a Taylor Swift tattoo. <laughs> like she likes Taylor Swift, but the way she looks at me sometimes when I am like all, all of a sudden I'll be like, oh my god, guess what they said in this Discord chat today, and she's just like. Or when I, I, I sent her the Ticketmaster queue and I said, can you just sit in this queue? And she was like, what, what is this for? <laughs> I, I sat in the queue while I was in a meeting at work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had it uh, while I was at work and like I had to same. like turn off my phone yep. or like lock it. And then I had the period, I would periodically check it and I would just see the little walking uh, guy just like move whoop. slowly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I really have to tell you guys this because, I mean, Lara knows this because I've been meticulously planning it. But next year, we're, our Friday night cast is going to be doing an Oops All Bard party. <gasps> and I'm so unhinged that <laughs> I literally built a Taylor Swift bard. Like, I have literally created Taylor Swift. Wow. That's awesome. And you're only gonna. You're only I'm gonna. I'm only talk in responding and talking in Taylor Swift lyrics. I'm. I'm <laughs> a little jealous that I. I want. I. You can watch I'm it. Gonna, I am gonna bear witness <laughs> right. to that. Yeah. And I shared. I, I've got like a whole backstory. She's got a whole backstory. Her name. I forget what the name is, but it's like. It's like ta- something. Some. I think it's like. It starts with a T, and then the last, the ending is like Swift Swiffingale. It's like the last name. <laughs> I'll send you the the. I'll send you my PDF of it because I I went in. Full <laughs> um, commitment. She's like, mm-hmm. she, I took like the College of Lore uh, subclass, which is like very, very Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, but but like really, don't like, you mean the College who- of Folklore? Yeah. Oh. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want to like? Who doesn't want to cast vicious mockery and literally just scream, saying, "Look what you made me do!" at the enemies <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't want to do that? Um, yeah. So I did that. Very unhinged. Was like, I want to make a Taylor Swift bard, and literally got everyone else to agree to an Oops All Bards party. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, Taylor yeah. Swift. You're, yes, thank you, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Taylor gave us that, I, I, and it's going to be a wonderful she has show when we do it. Three cats, and uh, it's a whole thing. She's got best friends, all kinds of. It's a whole. I went, I went in, <laughs> and then I shared it with an, <clears throat> I shared it with another friend, and five minutes later, he sent me an actual Taylor Swift spell that is like called Shake It Off. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was great. I was like, wow, <laughs> you really did this 
cool all right (laughs) (laughs) oh man yep yep that's where i'm at the gift that keeps on giving taylor swift (laughs) so in 2023 check out friday night cast playing D D. It'll be Taylor Swift, possibly Beyonce. I don't know who else. I think I'm. I think I'm sticking with a, a Tegan and Sarah theme. Um, it's good, <laughs> and and our characters are gonna be besties. We're gonna be. T. We are S. gonna be squared. Besties. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, this is Man. this has been a lovely conversation. You guys have any uh, final thoughts before we wrap up? I'm scared to be joining Kayla in this <laughs> rabbit hole, but I yes, I'm, I send I'm, you the links. Have fun. I am peering into the abyss, and yes. I'm afraid that I'm just gonna feel some ghostly hands just wiggling their way up, grabbing me, and then I'm just gonna get it's pulled all the way down. You won't be able to turn away from it. I'm already. I feel like I'm already caught under the spell. So yeah. Come back, be here, Mark. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. The power of music. Uh, the power of Taylor Swift. Um, I don't know. There's been things swimming in my head that I am putting to paper and secret things that I'm not showing anyone for a while. So. Oh, what? Yeah. I, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing. Uh, thank you, Taylor Swift for being an inspirational person. The listeners are going to be meticulously picking apart this entire episode. I'm trying going to, to be figure out meticulously the, picking it apart. Trying to figure out the secret here. What is this? Uh-huh. Hmm. <laughs> My goodness. Who wants to make a Taylor Swift uh, tabletop role-playing game with me? That sounds like fun. <laughs> oh, my God. The playbooks are all albums <laughs> or songs. You know. Uh, Barbarian Taylor Link Swift. I knew it. A barbarian Taylor Swift, actually, actually, <laughs> let's just every, a Taylor Swift of every class. I think Taylor Swift would also make a really good warlock because I think she just is very much a warlock as well as a bard. Taylor Swift, cleric, cast in heels on all of our hearts. <laughs> the power of music. Ta- Taylor Swift, ranger, shooting arrows into our hearts. With her cats. <laughs> with her three cats. With her cats. <laughs> Uh, Taylor Swift thief stealing all of our money. <laughs> also that. <laughs> Ooh, got him. That's a good close. That's up. fucking great. That was great. That was really good. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us, Kayla. It's always a pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to be asked. And uh, thank you to our listeners. You can find more of our stuff on social media and uh, geektherapy.org and on our Discord and Facebook groups. Um, Twitter, I don't know. Are people still using that? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Uh, Remember to geek out and do good. And uh, you can stream Taylor Swift's new album on Spotify. Or go to Target and get any number. Go of to them. Target, or or mm. buy all four and make a clock, <laughs> a, a usable, <laughs> functional clock. Uh, well, thank you guys again, Mark. Mm, bye. Nailed it.
Geek Therapy is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to making the world a better place through geek culture. To learn more about our mission and become a supporter, visit geektherapy.org.